your martial arts movie podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... You know, baby. Fists of Fail. I think our show is just slowly turning into the video game movie podcast. Because this will be the third video game movie we've done in a row. That means next week we have to do the Double Dragon. Oh, boy. Right? (laughs) It it wouldn't technically go along the lines of the new theme for May. Hint, hint. Uh, But... Well, this movie doesn't fit our theme for this month either that is true we are breaking theme because we're talking about mortal kombat yay yay oh is is it deja vu again (laughs) because uh didn't we just cover the best mortal kombat movie just two weeks ago we did Um, but i think there may be another contender for the best mortal kombat because i found out ghana did their own version of mortal kombat and i really want to watch that oh yeah (laughs) oh man i wonder if um uh, uh, Ed Boon had any? <laughs> got he has any royalties from that movie? That that movie. He did a tweet about it, mentioning it. Uh, so that, that's, that's awesome. kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, but we are breaking theme for this month for this episode, um, because we're covering a new movie. Whoa! I guess I guess COVID nineteen's finally all past us, right? We can start talking about new movies again. Uh, we haven't done that in forever. That is very true. Um. But yeah, no, but I mean, this is a new release, uh, and we might have to be a little bit cautious, because since it's a new movie, uh, we'll try to avoid spoilers. Uh, I don't know if we can. Uh, well, I think it's going to be hard. Well, well I was going to say, like, uh, we'll avoid spoilers up front, and then we'll get to a certain point where we have to uh, break into it, you know, like, like get into the actual action and maybe dive into the plot a little bit more uh, outside of the general synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah but yeah we'll give you a warning when we get there um but yeah new movie whoa Mm -hmm. (laughs) well uh we haven't done that in a while man what was the last film we spoke about that actually we actually both saw in the theaters was it enter the fat dragon oh you what oh god we um, i I forgot that we watched that direct in theaters (laughs) you might have forgot because we were day drinking and we ended the night on enter the fat dragon (laughs) (laughs) that's right we this is this is suddenly turned into a anecdote about that but uh yeah we i think we met up at like noon and our movie wasn't until like 10 p.m or something like that yes that is correct <laughs> so we're just yeah and believe me even if we were sober we wouldn't have enjoyed that but uh yeah that felt like ages ago and now we're uh, we're talking about the new mortal Kombat movie which has been in um release hell for a, a bit because they were just waiting on covid to just kind of blow by and then you can finally release it so this has just been shelled for a while and i'm kind of glad that it's finally released and um it's okay (laughs) (laughs) the movie's okay yeah uh i would that that might be my (laughs) very short review of the film as well (laughs) uh yeah it's like it's the, the this whole series has been on hold uh hold since the last movie it's been it's been handed off a couple times uh they were thinking about having you know uh, uh like uh, some reprisals from the uh the, the original uh, films from michael jai 
well, the original films, but also they were thinking about maybe like we'll have the uh, Michael Jai White and and you know like in, in uh, like playing their you know the roles here in this movie and like when they did that web series uh, like a, ten years ago, mm-hmm. and like oh you have all these considerations, and then it went through all this development hell, and finally this movie has finally come out and has a completely different approach, different director in hand, you know uh, Simon McQuaid, 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 uh, McQuaid, McQuaid, I yes. don't know, McQuaid, McQuaid. <laughs> doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, yeah, it's, it's shifted hands so many times, and we have a completely different cast, and the movie's just okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it's it's difficult because this has a legacy behind it. The first film has the unfortunateness of being kind of iconic because it's a 90s movie, but it's actually one of the better video game adaptation films, so it's true. big shoes to fill. It's difficult to talk about this film or even watch the film without kind of thinking about that original if you're a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's only one slight callback that you'd get from the original movie that's referenced in this movie. It's the theme, I suppose. And that, but that's that's like a very light hit while you're watching the movie, right? Like while you're watching the bulk of the movie, you, know, like you, you kind of hear the original Mortal Kombat score. Which, by the way, I gotta admit, um, it's weird when I'm that I'm watching a Mortal Kombat movie and there's no one screaming at me Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> to start off the film. Um, but yeah, uh, if it weren't for the fact that you know they had that, you can hear like the the light uh, orchestral score, you know, like in this ver- um, in this movie, and then there's that god awful end credit remix, which. Uh, you can't even tell that's the Mortal Kombat theme unless you're really paying attention. I can tell, and I didn't like it, but that's fine. I understand they're going to do their own thing with it. I would have preferred if they just made new music, but they yep. did what they did, so, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever, yeah. But, hey, um, uh, this movie on its own merits, uh, you know, it doesn't need to reference the first movie or even Annihilation, which is obviously the masterpiece of the series. Agreed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think that on its own, it can actually, it actually stands on its own two feet, which I think is a testament to the movie and you know, to the filmmaking and the quality of the, of the you know, uh, the end product. Because I think uh, watching this movie, I had to, I obviously come at it from so many different angles, right? There's a martial arts freak in me. There's the move, the, there's a video game fan in me. And then there's the, you know, the average moviegoer in me. And I had to look at it from all different angles. And being a moviegoer, I had to separate myself from being a Mortal Kombat fan. And I thought, I think this makes sense. <laughs> I think it does. But although it is really hard at times because it starts to blur the line and you're, certain movie events happen. You're like, I think you'd only understand that if you understand the story of the games. But for the most part, I don't think that's a problem, right? Yeah, I was getting a little worried because minus the opening scene with uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, we get a kind of title crawl explaining the events of the film Mm -hmm. or the overall story of the film. And I'm always worried when you have title crawls because sometimes it doesn't... It's almost like the the people who are watching the film aren't going to get it, so they just have to literally spell it out for us. Mm-hmm. Or it's like Star Wars where none of this is actually irrelevant. We're just giving this fancy title crawl and, you know, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I actually kind of didn't, I want to say, I want to say I didn't pay attention, but like the title crawl in the very beginning explaining, uh, you know, the, the general, the gist of the film 
Um, I, like it kind of glazed over my, my eyes, kind of glazed over it. But I still understood the bulk of the movie. In fact, no, well, I understood the whole movie. Uh, but it does add a little bit of context for those who might not understand. Like, oh, what is Earthworm? What is Outworld? What is uh, what is this tournament? Why are people killing each other immediately in this movie? I don't understand it. But I feel like the movie spells it out just well enough for you to to understand. It is not Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> all right, it is not. There's not like you don't have to be a video game fan to, um, or like the Mortal Kombat fan to understand this movie. Um, and I guess uh, that kind of leads us to the story. Zero. What is the story? Oh, God. Uh, so, jeez. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not yeah, doing it. Fuck. <laughs> so apparently, there is a tournament between Earthrealm and Outworld. Uh, Outworld has won nine tournaments, and if they win a tenth tournament, they get to invade Earth. And mm-hmm. we're on the tenth tournament, and now both sides are gathering fighters. That's like the very, very, very basic gist <laughs> of the story. So basically, um, yeah, the film Zero. is about us meeting said fighters and learning the power of friendship along the way. I don't know. It's <laughs> Zero, all you have to do is say, hey, did you watch the first Mortal Kombat? It's that story. <laughs> well, not everybody did, nor does everyone want to, which would be weird. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah, you're just... It's a ensemble piece. There are multiple characters yeah, we are following. And it's the interesting thing I'll say about this film is everybody knows Mortal Kombat is technically a tournament if you're a fan of the game or the movies or whatnot. And this movie actually goes against those expectations and there is actually no tournament. Yeah, I think what they went for in this movie... They, they ditch the the traditional formal idea of what a tournament setting is right it's not they're not in a ring they're not like there's no one officiating these fights it's just literally they're basically like backroom brawls everywhere and like no matter where you go it's like as long as someone dies at the end that's how you determine who wins or not yeah. um so yeah. so basically the bad guys of outworld are led by the sorcerer shang sung and mm-hmm. he- Chin Han. Chin Han always does a great job in every movie that I see mm-hmm. him in. Yeah. And apparently he doesn't fight fair, which is one of the reasons why they've won nine tournaments in a row. And he's pretty... He just wants to get to the point and beat the Earthrealm. So they are pretty much cheating. And they're, they are hunting the heroes of the story so that, I guess, when the tournament does happen, they just have no fighters. I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah, like you said, they're not completely being unfair. Isn't that isn't that the exact plot for one of the, like the three D early three D Mortal Kombat games, like Deception? Or I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 after after <laughs> four, I, it kind of gets really really uh, muddy for me with that the video game storylines anyway. <laughs> Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah. I'm. I'm not an aficionado on that either. But hey, we we are coming at this first and foremost as uh moviegoers. Um. And I think that you, know, you don't have to have the context of all that, right, to to understand this movie. And that's a good thing, right? Uh. I think that eschewing the whole tournament setting is actually a benefit for the movie. Uh. It is like with the whole context or like the whole backdrop that yes the bad guys are cheating they're you know they're they're just um they're going against the rules but the the, the general guidelines of which you know earth realm warriors def- will have to defeat the uh, outworld warriors i guess uh, would determine the, the fate otherwise i think it's like getting rid of the tournament getting rid of the rings or whatever 
I think that actually adds a lot of um, uh, intensity, a lot of tension in the movie. It's like, oh, at any point, something bad is going to happen. You don't have to wait for the next fight. And like, okay, well, people are just going to be waiting, standing around until that step into a ring. And here it's like, oh, well, these bad guys can just appear at any time and, you know, something bad can happen. So I actually kind of like that. Like, I felt like that's always adding like a, a like a seriousness like direness to the film yeah i can i can see that i and i can understand what they were doing but for me i wasn't getting those feelings so to say yeah <laughs> okay. I, I, I got it but i never I, I don't know like i have lots of problems with this movie and i i don't know how to verbalize all of them but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i yes i get the direness i i see what they were doing but it wasn't coming across to me like that yeah mm. i don't know how to describe it yet so yeah the movie is actually right. still maybe fresh for me so maybe that could be why yeah 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 no i, I get you i get you like why even after watching it uh, not a uh, second viewing i i think it would just be better to explain when we actually get into the actual movie but uh again before we get into spoilers because you know i'm sure the general movie go or listener who hasn't seen the movie yet wants to know uh okay how about how about we talk about the action from a broad strokes kind of a point of view before we actually break into mm-hmm. it because if we're going to talk about the actual fighting we're going to spoil some stuff so i'd say that you're coming to a mortal combat movie uh you know that there's going to be violence there's going to be uh, it's, it's martial arts obviously but like the selling point for mortal combat is the violence right and you know but if you played the games as well, everyone has like a, a gimmick, right? Or a special yeah, power. Yeah, special powers. And then uh, also everybody has a fatality in which, mm-hmm. or a special way in which they kill the losing character. Right, right. So um, I feel like for this movie, they play that up pretty well. Uh, they know what the, they understand the spirit of the games pretty well. Uh, and that we want to show off these fatalities, the gore, uh, the violence, to an extent and you want to show off these special abilities because you know everyone has a gimmick right you know can shoot eye fireball like a laser out of his eyes Liu Kang yeah so that's uh, one thing I wanted to ask you how do you feel about the way that they give the characters superpowers in in so so just just (laughs) I mean we're going to be making lots of comparisons or at least maybe I will in the original movie uh, they don't explain anything they just have powers and that's Mm -hmm. kind of it you assume that some people have powers because they mention they're fighters from Outworld. So some mm-hmm. you can kind of just make that assumption. Okay, they're from another realm. They have powers, and you know yeah. that's it. Um, sometimes the Earth characters, the the good guys, do get powers in some moments, but it's you know it's kind of grounded for the most part. So mm-hmm. in this movie, everybody gets powers, but how do they get it, Will? Well. Uh... <laughs> If you were, if you happen to have a tattoo, just so happens to have one, uh, then you can unlock your special ability uh, if you get to level fifty-five or whatever. Um, oh yeah, we didn't mention. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, we didn't it. mention that that uh, plot point of the tattoo. Yeah, that is not at all connected. Well, that's something original for the for yes, this film, yes. right? And I think that's that's actually something I like. It's kind of it's kind of clever. Um, yeah, maybe we should just mention that. Mm-hmm. If you have this kind of dragon tattoo on your body, it signifies that you are chosen to be a fighter for Mortal Kombat. And mm-hmm. right, and and just like in battle royale rules, you know, like anyone who gets taken out, 
uh, you know, like who has a tattoo, uh, the person who de defeated them will also grant be granted a tattoo and they can unlock their powers. So I think this is like a double-edged sword, right? Because again, for an average uh, moviegoer, um, they dispel the whole, you know, like, oh, everyone just has superpowers. They don't explain yeah, that shit yeah. um, thing, uh, which is good. But at the same time, it's uh, it also feels like a dumbing down. It also feels like we're also like sim oversimplifying it for the audience. It, it, am, am I the only one who's got that, uh, that vibe? I'm, I think I'm okay with it because it does simplify the tournament in a way that how uh, how are these people chosen for the tournament? Because in the original mm -hmm. Mortal, in yep. the in the first Mortal Kombat movie, it seemed like anybody can kind of just go. I can't recall if they were if there was some sort of invitation. Like I don't think anyone was getting a flying shuriken to the face like in uh, DOE, DOA, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in this in this film, sorry, sorry, you had to have that special tattoo, which means you were kind of like a chosen one. So there isn't one chosen one. Yeah. There are multiple chosen ones to fight for whatever side. Yeah, yeah. And if you know, obviously if someone from Outworld defeats someone with Earth uh, from someone from Earthrealm with the marking, then, you know, that's just just one point for Outworld, right? That tattoo guy goes nowhere. So I understand the logic behind all this. Seems like it's very simple to to grasp. Um the Arcana mm, that, thing. That's what I was which, getting to, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not I don't think this is not heavy spoilers at all. It's it'll be explained in in the movie in due time um when you're watching it. Uh, it explains that you know when you have the tattoo, you can unlock your special powers and you can use these moves um, that no mortal can. And you know, I I get it. I kind of wish they didn't ex over explain it, right? And actually, it, it it shows itself in a couple scenes too, where like a character will be explaining his backstory and how he got it, and it turns into a whole thing. And I'm like, ah, I, I kind of, I could kind of do without this, and I feel like I'd still get it. Like, yes, to get yeah, powers. I wish they didn't use Let's the word on. Arcana. It seems just like a placeholder for Chi, which is yeah. becoming kind of popular in some films and media to explain the superpowers mm -hmm. of Asian people, which is kind of, which is really <laughs> irritating to me. But you know, what am I gonna do? Uh, well, just uh, why, why use that special term? Just say powers. Like you can unlock your yeah, powers. The, and don't don't talk yeah, the about tattoo, it. Yeah, the tattoo the tattoo already mm -hmm. makes you special. So the fact that this person gets powers because of the tattoo, I can understand that. You don't have to go another step forward and break it down even more. Like, oh, actually, it's because yep. in in addition to the tattoo, you get this. <laughs> yeah, now that yep. you have the tattoo, yep. now your midichlorian level is like over nine thousand, <laughs> and now you can wield the freaking lightsaber. No, that's not. We don't need that. <laughs> oh, that won't be the last time we're going to be referencing Star Wars <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> Um, yeah, did you, did you read your terms and conditions when you got the <laughs> tattoo? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but that's basically the basic gist of it. And I think that, uh, yeah, the, the story is pretty simple. So, well, the point I was trying to make much earlier before was that, yeah, you're coming to the movie knowing the violence, the, the special effects, those are the things you're in it for. So, uh, because Mortal Kombat's a series that, you know, prides itself on those two, I feel like, uh, I... I should not have been surprised that the martial arts actually has to take a slight back seat to those because not it starts to kind of get overcrowded, right? It's like, okay, well, you want, you know, like, what makes Mortal Kombat special are those things. Um, so the martial arts, I feel like, also kind of has to suffer as a result of that because when, you know, like, you can, and this is not a, this is not a blanket statement. This is a, like, but I do notice that, like, well, if there's someone shooting fireballs and someone shooting ice out of their hands, 
the choreography is not going to be the thing that's going to draw your attention, right? You got to be focused on the, the CGI and, you know, like, and sometimes um, the, the choreography will be dictated based off of their special abilities and doing things that are not realistic, obviously. It's all, it's all fantastical. So, yeah, sometimes you have to look at a fight scene and think, oh, well, there's really nothing to break down here because that guy's just, that lady's just teleporting all over the place. That's not really fight choreography. I, I can understand what you're saying, but I don't agree with that because the really? film okay. knows how to use special effects and fight scenes in some, mm -hmm. in some aspects. Uh, I think the last mm -hmm. fight does it pretty well because the last fight is mainly mm -hmm. special effects, but it's also the one of the biggest fight scenes and i feel if you can do it mm -hmm. good there why can't you you know why can't it uh be the same in other places yeah yeah that's true um well okay again it's not a blanket statement some some fight scenes are worse than others some are better than others um i think that uh in the oh god I, we'll have to go into exact specifics for that but um well, how about we uh, we both say that there are certain fights where there are there's less of the special effects, so less of the you know the CGI, and yet the martial arts still also feels like it took a back seat because the editing. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> the editing is not ideal. It's fucking <laughs> awful. <laughs> that's what it. That's what oh, it is. Yeah. Oh God. I absolutely <laughs> hated how a lot of these fights were edited together. And mm. uh, okay. I don't like to hate so much on one aspect, but yeah, editing was really, really fucking horrible in this movie. <laughs> wow, okay, you have stronger feelings than I do. I don't mm -hmm. like it, for sure. I don't like the editing in this movie, but um, I don't hate it. Uh, but yes, you're, you're absolutely right. It's, it, it's not on the good mm -hmm. side. <laughs> uh, the, the, the editing is just, uh, it's a mess sometimes. I, I don't, okay. Uh, let's give credit where credit's due. Uh, so it's Mortal Kombat. We, you know, when you have a movie that is featuring blood and gore and death and murder, you know, like, uh, up front, um, it runs a risk of being a NC 17 or, you know, movie. And in order to hit the R rating, they have to edit it down to you know, appeal to a wider market. So uh, I can assume that whatever editing pass that they went through, they, they just gutted certain things uh, you know, for, for re one reason or another. However, I still think that it's, over, it's still over-edited. See, I don't, I don't kind but... of buy that because they do the fatalities in the movie. You see mm -hmm. the very, very gory moves that they use to finish some of these characters off, and it's it's there. It's plain as day. You can see it. It's not blurred, and it's just right up in your face for the camera. So, right. how I'm trying to think how has how how would editing change that when we can clearly yeah. see it in the shot? It yeah. You know what I'm imagining it is. Uh, there are certain shots where I feel like the camera is just too close. It's too close, or it feels like some edits they don't feel seamless and this will i'll break into and, and talk more in detail when it comes to the first fight scene for example uh certain edits happen and i'm like i don't know why they did that that feels like either a continuity error it feels like sloppy or sl sloppy editing or maybe they're doing it so they can mask like a longer fight sequence that might have might maybe had more like violence in it that they just could not keep in the final final product so I, I don't know, but you think I was, so I was just going to say, I understand editing in that aspect. Maybe you have to chain together 
certain movements because you just have to make the fight quicker and you just lose like a big portion in the middle. That's fine. I get that. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But when you have 16 cuts in a fight oh, scene yeah. for a character to do a very, very simple movement, that mm-hmm. that's unacceptable. We didn't. We don't need to see... Yeah. Uh, you know, a movement that viciously fast. It's does it doesn't yeah. make sense to me. You were we're not and we're it's not like we're trying to cut together Liam Neeson, who is an older gentleman <laughs> who just, can't climb a fence. <laughs> there is a shot later of Sub Zero uh like just doing a simple uh disarm, just disarming uh, a weapon and it's four cuts. It's like uh, it should be one cut. Nice and simple. Like we I think we get it. Um, and yeah, it, it feels like they don't have any, um, it feels like the editor didn't have any confidence in the, in the performers, which clearly is not true. Um, and I think, I think generally speaking, that's as, as, you know, as broad as it can, it can be, um, overall the action is over edited. Uh, I wouldn't say it's awful, but it's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, um, I feel like the, see, here's the thing, you know what this is like? This is like watching a. It's like reading a book, and you're reading the cliff notes of the action. Mm, you're just an, like, you're not reading the book. You're like just reading like the summary. It, yeah. Like, oh, I know what's happening. I just can't make out the actual details. It's like, well, like if you read a sentence that says, and then he fought, and then he um, went to the store and he bought the thing. Well, like maybe there's like all those little details I want to know about. Like, did he did he pick up milk? Did he <laughs> like all the little minutiae? Did he see his ex-girlfriend along the way? Like little tiny things. And that's how kind of how I feel about this uh the movie sometimes. Uh the action's like, "Oh, I can I can tell that Sub-Zero's winning." <laughs> and that's and I'm like, "Did he bump into his ex-girlfriend along the way?" Um yeah. And that that's as broad as can be without actually going into the film. So I, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say before we go into spoilers and we actually dive into uh, the the technical? Right. Yeah. I think we. I think because we're going to talk about the fights, it's really difficult to talk about the movie without spoiling it because if we're going to talk mm-hmm. about characters. Uh, it. Yeah. Stuff happens to them, and yeah, that's it. There's no way <laughs> okay. around it. <laughs> To fight for something known as Mortal Kombat. Did you make that last part up? <laughs> it just kind of sounds like you made it up. I mean, and look, they spelled it wrong. Hey, you listen to me. 